At some point in our life, each of us will encounter a nurse, whether it be as a patient or as a loved one. And that one encounter can mean the difference between suffering and peace, between chaos and order. Nurses matter. Welcome to Nurse Talk, where laughter is the best medicine. I'm Casey Hobbs. And I'm Shane Mason, and we're two of the thousands of nurses on duty today. Every day is a special day, but for us, Shane, May 6th is National Nurses Day, and it's a very important day because it follows Cinco de Mayo, which happens to be my birthday. And as we so proudly cite for the past 12 years, a Gallup poll indicates the public thinks that nurses have the highest honesty and ethical standards among all professions. And Casey, the least ethical and honest seem to be members of Congress and car salespeople. Although I think the Congress is outstripping the car salesman. Yes, I do too. Over 80% of Americans say nurses have very high or high standards in ethics compared to 8% ratings for members of Congress and car salespeople. 8%. Wow, that's bad. In a few minutes, our producers will wheel out the gluten-free layered red velvet chocolate cake in honor of Nurses Day. (laughs) But first, we want to introduce our guest and talk about a movie we discovered late last year called The American Nurse, Healing America. This is a heartfelt documentary giving voice to nurses serving the front lines of the biggest issues facing America, aging, war, poverty, prison, through the work and lives of five nurses. Let's listen to a clip from the American nurse Healing America. 18 was a uh, difficult year for me. I had a a really bad motorcycle accident. and um, I knew what it was like. Sorry. I found out what it's like to, to need care, you know, to be helpless, and it wasn't good. Tanya Faust. Okay, thank you. A lot of people ask me how I can take care of people that have committed such horrific crimes. But when I'm at their bedside, I'm taking care of just another human being. I think it takes a certain kind of nurse to calm people and say, we're going to do this together. I'm not leaving you. And you're going to be able to do it. I was always a helper. And you know, when I was sitting in anatomy class, I could relate to it because the things that I'd learned as an auto mechanic kind of relax. There's nothing more intimate than being in someone's home. No matter how good I fixed the car, I never got that. Nothing stays small anymore. And the same thing is happening in healthcare. It's just a baby. Animal therapy is very beneficial to young and old. My dream is this work will continue on. The film is a labor of love and is a project of the American Nurse Project. Executive producer and director Carolyn Jones was with us last year to talk about the project, and today we have another one of the filmmakers here in the studio. Isabel Sederni edited The American Nurse and other award-winning documentaries, including Tootsie's Last Suit and A Case of Mistaken Identity, screened nationally on PBS. And she is the proud daughter of a nurse. Isabel, welcome to Nurse Talk, and thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Sure. So first, tell us what got you into filmmaking. I started in as a storyteller in theater, and it was the kind of magic spark that probably sparks all of our imaginations when you see something happen that's not possible in real life. And um, stories from the theater led to telling stories in film. And I'm very, very devoted to how visual storytelling can bring meaning into our lives in a really powerful way and change our lives and change our perspectives. Talk a little bit about American Nurse Project and how and why the film was made. The American Nurse Project was initiated by a call to my friend and photographer and filmmaker Carolyn Jones. And she was asked to create a photographic book of portraits celebrating nurses across America. We all felt immediately the power 
more of the stories that nurses were able to tell and why this had to be brought to a larger audience. You talk about kind of elevating the voice of nurses in the community and in the country. Why do you think that's important and really what is the message that you'd like to get out? I think we're going to see more and more nurses take an important role in our health programs and I think it's important we appreciate who these people are and what they do. Most people recognize nurses as kind of secondary or support to other positions such as MDs or medical professionals, but they're actually primary to the process of care and healing. And as the daughter and granddaughter of a nurse, I've learned that firsthand through sitting around the dinner table and talking about what they go through every day and what they learn from individuals when people come in and are in a vulnerable position and entrust their lives and their well-being to these people. And these people are nurses at the Mm -hmm. bedside. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, from my recent exposure to listening to interviews with nurses and trends that happen in the nursing profession through working on the American Nurse Film and Project, I've learned that in certain areas, more nurse practitioners are taking on the role of primary care physicians or what what used to be primary care physicians in caring for individuals and i think that's i think that may serve our nation's healthcare system in being able to streamline systems through the information that comes through the nurses probably streamline budgets and to utilize people who are intrinsically inclined to interact from a very compassionate position and channel the data that they gather back into systems so that we can continuously uh, improve and modify systems through their feedback, whether it be on a safety level or budgetary level or anything. Let's talk about the five fearless nurses, uh, Sister Stephen. She's a registered nurse and a director of the Villa Loreto Elder Care Facility, and she's had an amazing vision since she began there. Which She sure has, and it it is incredible. I, I love to see how she's melded all the different Um, by bringing kids who are troubled in with seniors who are essentially homebound. And those two meeting is, is beautiful and then throw the animals in. I know. it's it, it was a brilliant model, and I hope it sustains past her. It's pretty magical to see the baby goats come out in the yeah. springtime. <laughs> and, <laughs> and like to see the elders come alive, whereas other yeah. people may have passed over them and just said, yeah. oh, they're dying or they're yeah. asleep. And the baby goats come out, and then there are these vital human beings. And to have that intergenerational interaction between the daycare kids who are foster kids who come in for daycare working with the animals and the elders and like tossing beanbags. And it's kind of, I feel like it's what people did in the old country, but you know, when people used to keep their grandparents in the same house and you learn something from that. And so I think there's, there's a lot of levels of healing going on there. So Mm -hmm. that's sister Steven. Brian McMillan began as an army medic and now he's working in San Diego for post-trauma rehabilitation for veterans. And he's so, so devoted and has considered going into policy just because he feels like his people need an advocate. Jason Short, in the film, you meet him and hear his story about how he grew up as this kind of rebel 'er ne'er-do-well until he was in a motorcycle accident and became vulnerable and what it meant to him to be completely dependent on someone else and went into nursing from that position. Very powerful. And then Naomi? She's working at John Hopkins. She was in labor and delivery for years. She introduced bereavement to that clinic, which was a dimension that not many people talk about. And last but not least, Tanya? Tanya Faust is overseeing an incredible volunteer program at a maximum security prison in Angola, Louisiana. And the 
film, you meet her and you meet one of the volunteers whose life has been radically changed by learning to care for his fellow inmates who are dying. And one of the things that's implicit to the film, but we don't talk about explicitly, is that the healing happens in both directions. So yes. The patients are being healed by the nurses, but there's feedback, too, for the nurses where they It's they a reciprocal. Yeah. It's definitely reciprocal. So when there's any powerful nursing interaction, it goes both ways. There's tremendous learning and healing for the caregiver as well as for the person being cared for. We're talking with Isabel Sederni, who is uh, one of the editors and makers of The American Nurse. And Isabel, where can people watch the film? Uh, can they buy it, download it? How can we see it? The film will be screening this Wednesday, May 6th, in celebration of Nurses Week and the Science on Screen series at the Crispy Smith Rafael Theater here in San Rafael. Okay. And there will be a post-screening panel discussion with some nurses from the local area. You can also download it, stream it, rent it, buy a DVD, or organize a screening for your own community by visiting AmericanNurseProject.com. Great. Okay. So anybody in the country, or actually even anybody in the world, can then go to the American Nurse Project. You betcha. And okay. uh, mm-hmm. download, see the film. Uh, highly recommended. It's a great piece of work. The goal of the film and the American Nurse Project is to build a direct connection to the experience of work that nurses do to better understand and appreciate their contribution and to inspire audiences to think about nurses in a way they may never have before. The film promotes nurses as a really crucial figure on the front lines of health and healthcare today in America. So, Isabel, we talk to nurses all the time on our show that are struggling to do their jobs and struggling to take care of their patients, and at a time where hospitals are making record profits, in a lot of cases, staffing's being cut, programs are being cut, and in some cases, nurses are being replaced by technology or by workers that have less training, less experience. What would you say to that? I would say nothing can replace the healing power of a nurse caring for you at your bedside. No matter how smart technology gets or how overwhelming budget demands become, it's really only humans that can read like nuanced behavior and signals that are crucial indicators of how your healing process is changing. So when you bring in somebody with uh, less education or less experience, it doesn't take a lot of brain power to see that that process is going to be interrupted and it's going to suffer. Um, what we do is an important part of the healing process. And I love this film because it, it shows that. It, it shows the power of healing and the power of one individual caring for another. Like any mother knows who cares for her child, this is a really powerful relationship. Uh, so what else would you like to share with our listeners, Isabel? You know, I'm developing a, a film project right now that because of the work that I've done on the American film the American Nurse Project, the, the American Nurse Film. The story is about three generations of women who are It's set here in West Marin, and one of them, the eldest, is dying, and you're, con, you're dealing with end-of-life care in that phase, and I think we don't talk about it enough in America. And so the film will walk you through that in a really compassionate way. And I've just been so deeply inspired by the work that I've done in editing the film that I welcome any nurse that has had like a meaningful experience in dealing with families going through that because I think that I have so much to learn still about how people have changed confronting end of life or where the weaknesses are, where the kind of pitfalls are, and a nurse can really help guide you through that. So I welcome them to contact me directly. But also, I encourage people most of all to see the film. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) No question. And, you know, I wanted to add that uh, nurses out there can get CE hours for watching the film, so that's good. You can get continuing education credits. 
Uh, so is there anything else you'd like to share with us? I think there are a lot of films and a lot of stories to be made in, involving nurses and their perspectives. And as a continuation of the American Nurse Project, Carolyn Jones is working on a film called Dying in America, which is Great. taking a more um, journalistic perspective on how we die. That's an important topic that we need to talk about, and we will certainly follow up on that. So we want to thank you so much for being with us today and for creating such a wonderful film. It really did, did us justice, which sometimes it's hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> My pleasure. Thanks. You're listening to Nurse Talk, where laughter's the best medicine.